the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Economy during a rally this morning in Michigan. White House correspondent Greg Clugston was there. The president told Michigan voters that his economic policies helped the U.S., especially the auto industry in the industrial Midwest. And he said he saved American jobs by replacing NAFTA with a new trade agreement with Canada and Mexico. Mr. Trump also repeatedly mentioned the cold wind and snow flurries as he praised his supporters who bundled up and braved the frigid weather for his outdoor rally. Greg Clugston with the president in Washington, Michigan. Here comes Tropical Storm Etta. It's formed in the Caribbean and ties the record for most named storms on a single Atlantic hurricane season. 40-mile-per-hour sustained winds could be a hurricane as early as tomorrow. This is SRN News. This radio station accepts political advertising. In fact, we are required to do so by federal law. We understand that not all of our listeners will agree with the statements or positions taken by all of these candidates, and sometimes neither do we. This radio station is an important part of this community, and therefore the candidates want to bring their message to you via our airwaves. We do so as a public service, and we are required to do so. Regardless of your position on these issues, please make sure you register to vote so your voice is heard. Whether you're listening from outside the Twin Cities or in, Intelligent Radio AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Brian. For the weather today, it's going to be a high of 37 degrees and sunny. We're counting down the days till election 2020 and doing so in style. From now through the third, you'll hear quotes from candidates plus helpful reminders on how to easily find the latest news and information. Our countdown to election day was installed by Champion Plumbing. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue, which, God willing, and if you believe in miracles, could be just a little less dingy and just a little less institutional blue this coming Tuesday. Hi, I'm Mitch Berg. I'm not Brad Carlson. Brad is out on assignment today, which is what we say when one of us has something to do and we swap days. Anyway, I was out on assignment yesterday. My assignment was priming my second floor of my house. Interior, not exterior. That was a little ridiculous yesterday. Uh, Brad's assignment today, I don't know. I don't know. He's off doing the things he do when he's not on the air here, which, by the way, he will be next Sunday. I normally heard Saturdays from 1 to 3. I am glad to be here. I am blessed to be here. I, and let's be honest. Just I'm going to take a brief editorial moment to say uh, being here Every weekend, nearly every weekend for the last 16 years has been an unmitigated blessing, partly because I've gotten to meet so many of you in so doing, partly because I have been able to take a role in keeping Minnesota at least competitive for the good guys, as as difficult as that can be at times, 
And partly, and this is purely selfish, because if I didn't have some way of voicing my frustrations, my anger, my anxiety, my fears, my joys with this system, I would go crazy. And maybe many of you feel the same way, which is why we have the phone lines open for you all the time, 651-289-4488. We're the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Myself, Brad, normally heard at this time. And King Banyan, Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 on our sister station, 1440, The Businessmen. That's on the AM dial. It is the best show in America, ergo the world, on the subject of economics. Anyway, perhaps you've heard... It's been in all the papers. Election Day is coming up. It's coming up Tuesday. And one of the great cliches of political activism and of radio that has been media in general that are built around political activism and and conservative talk radio is certainly that, is this is the most important election of your lifetime. You've heard it every election, especially every presidential election, Since we started this show, I remember going on the air on this analogous weekend back in 2004 as George W. Bush and John Kerry squared off the better part of a generation ago. Hardly feels that way, but it was 16 years ago. And I remember saying into this very microphone, this is the most important election of my lifetime, of your lifetime, of all of our lifetimes. And saying it again two, maybe four years later in 2008 as Barack Obama squared off against John McCain, most important election of our lifetimes. And you know what? I was right both times. <laughs> we, we had the most important election of our lifetime for whatever version of free enterprise and the free markets and, and, and our American economic system and Western civilization and the safety thereof in the first post-9-11 presidential election, and the good guys won. Uh, George W. Bush was not the most conservative president we've had, but he beat the alternative. And yes, when voting for the choice of the greater or lesser of two evils, I am rather given to choosing the lesser of those two evils. We doubled back on that in 2008, with Barack Obama, uh, and it shows a troubled health care system became even more troubled uh, as a result of that election. Elections have consequences indeed. And the re-election, Barack Obama versus Mitt Romney, another most important election of our lifetime, a, chi- a, a time when we had the chance to hopefully turn around some of the damage of the first Obama term, was partially realized The Tea Party did consolidate some of its gains nationwide, although not here in Minnesota. In fact, it was the beginning of two very perilous years in Minnesota. Two years in 2012, the 2013 and 2014 sessions, when the Democrats took complete control of the state. Uh, The executive branch and the entire legislative branch. And ran with it, did their best to seize as much power, as much control as they could, failed only by dint of the fact that some uh, Democrats in greater Minnesota, some DFLers, hadn't completely drunk the progressive Kool-Aid. 
something you didn't have to worry about as much in 2016 because the Trump wave did, in fact, consolidate a lot of Republican power around the country, which was, again, lost here in Minnesota in 2018 when the Democrats uh, consolidated control, uh, took the governor's office again for a third term with uh, Governor Klink and came within a vote or two of taking control of the Senate which has led to some ugly times, especially as the pandemic set in. So when I say this time, the election is the most important election of your lifetime, I mean it exactly as I did in 2016, exactly as I did four years before that, exactly as I did in 2008 and in 2004. I was right every time. I'm right this time. And is it more? Is it more so than it was four years ago? Yeah, absolutely. We'll be talking about that in the last couple segments of the show here today. As I'm going to carry on a tradition I started in that 2004, really in the 2002 election, because my the 2002 midterms were my first uh, as a blogger before this show ever started. But in fact, the uh, that election put my blog on the map. And... At that time as well, I said this is, I didn't use the line most important election of our lifetime. It was important, but not quite that big. But I'll be I'll be doing a tradition today on the air that I have been doing every election, both presidential and midterm, since then. The 100 reasons I'm voting Republican. Because there are different reasons every time. And they're more different than normal for me this time because this has been an extraordinary four years. I speak as someone who was not a Donald Trump fan in 2016. Uh, Let's just say I was a Donald Trump skeptic, not a never-Trumper. I flirted with the never-Trump crowd. I went to a couple meetings. Yes, there were meetings. It's a long story. I disliked Donald Trump considerably, but not completely. I sided with the likes of Dennis Prager, who said, I'm not a fan of him, personally. I don't like his personal style. I don't like the cut of his moral jib, based on 30, uh, at that time, 31 years of observation. Because my first impressions of Donald Trump started in the mid-1980s. And no, I didn't like him then. And no, I watched exactly one, count it one, count it one, episode of The Apprentice, and only because the daughter of a friend was on the show. Came in second, by the way. Long story. I'll save it for another day. Well, it's Gail Marks Jarvis, former uh, Pioneer Press columnist. Her daughter was on the show and came in number two, did very well, almost, but not quite. Didn't get fired, but didn't win. Either way, tangent uh, stopped. All right. I didn't like him then. I didn't watch The Apprentice. I didn't care for Donald Trump's public persona decades ago, literally 34 years ago. But I figured, as did Dennis Prager, if we got, if in the unlikely event that Donald Trump won, and I thought it was exceptionally unlikely four years ago, that uh, if we got, if we if if maybe perhaps we got a couple one or two good supreme court uh justices out of the deal i could take a whole lot of other failure 
well, we didn't get a whole lot of other failure. And in fact, that's one of the, the, the points about my hundred reasons I'm voting Republican in this election that is important. And one of the reasons why I cannot look a never Trumper, forget about a Democrat, for, look a never Trumper in the eyes said, you, you make a good point here. Because I will admit there are things, even now, even admitting uh, all the things I've learned about Donald Trump over the last four years, I'm still a skeptic, as, by the way, I am about pretty much every politician, even the ones I enthusiastically support. But to not admit that Donald Trump, skeptical, even antipathic as you may be, to not admit that he has done some things very well is intellectually, I, I, I'm going to be a civil guy and not say intellectually dishonest, but perhaps a bit intellectually self-indulgent. If you are like some never Trump personalities in the mainstream media, in the mainstream Republican media, and you don't admit that he has had some strong suits, some high points, some things that you, even as a paleoconservative, as I most unapologetically am, even as a libertarian conservative, as I definitely am, even if you can't admit that he's done some things very, very well, above and beyond three solid conservative Supreme Court justices, which is a bumper crop, by the way, you have to admit that. It is intellectually let's just say suspect, if you don't admit as a conservative that Donald Trump has done a spectacular job of bringing about a level of progress in the Middle East that has eluded presidents of all parties, including Ronaldus Maximus, for two generations now. I mean, you're starting to see peace breaking out between Arabs and Israelis something that everyone gave up on in the 1980s with no hope of revival. But Obama said it was a possibility. No, he didn't. Things backslid under Obama and didn't do all that hot under W, let's be perfectly honest, or Slick Willie or George H.W. Bush. The Israel, peace between the Arabs and the Israelis has eluded us other than a few, uh, other than the Camp David Accords, for my entire life, forget about my adult life, my life in general. As long as I have been paying attention to foreign policy, and yes, I was one of those 10-year-old geeks who followed the news during the Yom Kippur War. Kids, ask your parents. The thought of any portion of the Arab world reaching any sort of rapprochement with the Israelis was the kind of stuff that could get you an appointment with a therapist at the very least for the longest time. If you can't admit that the Trump administration has had a disproportionate amount to do with that, then I'm sorry, I have got questions about your level of detachment. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Mitchburg in for Brad Carlson. Let's talk about some court cases that broke the right way. When we come back, go nowhere. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. 
Minnesota Wake Up is a new election season show at 3 p.m. on Saturdays. Join me, Kim Crockett, and my co-host, Bill Mormon as we take on voter fraud in Minnesota and the politicians that make it possible. Find out what you can do to make your vote count. This isn't boring lawyer talk. Each week you will hear from national experts and local heroes, all fighting for election integrity. The show is live, so give us a call. Saturday afternoons at 3. Are you sick and tired of fake news and half-truths? Hi, Alex Hartman here of REMAX Results. If you're considering selling a property this fall, please listen closely. The market is hot. Inventory is low. That's all real and factual news. But beware, in today's world, fake news would have you believe you have to hire a big real estate team to sell your house. What they don't tell you is that they may pawn you off on a new rookie agent selling their very first home, or worse yet, a part-timer. The fact is, most people would prefer to work with a proven real estate agent who understands both the marketplace and their needs and will see their transaction through from start to finish. That is what I am, and that's what I do. When you call me, Alex Hartman, you get me and my proven track record of results. So if you like the idea of working with a like-minded Patriot listener, please give me a call for a free market analysis. Call me directly at 651-334-5000. That's 651-334-5000 or go to resultsbyalex.com. This is Jerry Boyer. This radio station has been telling you for months that November's election could vastly change our country's future. If you believe in liberty, supported by a strong economy, and religious freedom, your values are on the line. Please register and prepare to vote at your polling place or by absentee. This election is huge. We are at a crossroads. We all should vote. And keep listening to this station for what this election means. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like freedom and the Second Amendment. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. And I want to move the town to the class city rock. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. If you'd rather not be on the air, just join us right there. So as we say, don't compare me with Brad Carlson or either of us with anyone on the radio anywhere in the Twin Cities. We're the original. Nobody's going to come close. So... Shut your mouth. Tune in. No, don't shut your mouth. Give us a call. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Or Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. By the way, don't forget, we will be bringing you live election night coverage. uh, Live from, I forget the name of the hotel, but there are two trees involved. 
Anyway, it's uh, election night coverage. No, it's the Double Tree in Bloomington. And, uh, Mitch Hedberg, rest his soul. I, 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 that line will never get old to me. Anyway, uh, by the way, Brad Carlson, I believe high school classmate of the late Mitch Hedberg. Uh, anyway, Brad, along with Lee Michaels from our uh, sister station, AM 980 The Believer, will be uh, joining us, me uh, live at the Double Tree at the Victory Party. Hopefully, uh, ending on time with a rousing victory, we shall find out. Well, doubtful that we'll find out election night. That's one of the subjects of today's show. But we'll be there until we have some good reason to, uh, to, to not be there. I think the record we had, I think we were on the air till what, 2 a.m.? I want to say that was 2006, maybe 2010. Uh, 2010, of course, was a fun, fun night uh, as the Republicans swept to control of nearly everything in the state of Minnesota, except the governor's office, which brings me to one subject, by the way. Uh, in the immediate wake of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, Ginsburg's passing a couple weeks back, uh, there was a there was a report from some partisan Democrat that Ruth Bader Ginsburg's dying wish was that uh, the Senate not vote on a replacement until after the election, which made me think Ruth Bader Ginsburg was not. I cannot believe that she would have been such a pathetic person as to use her last utterance on this earth to ask for a political outcome to, to, to like that. Your family's around. Her loved ones are there. Why would she do that? Makes no sense to me. I mean, maybe Ken Martin, maybe Adam Schiff, not Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Well, apparently they, they figured they're onto something because a report came out in the news last week, this past week, that one of the representatives of one of the legal marijuana parties here in Minnesota uh, came out and said uh, that, well, I'll, I'll read, this is the Star Tribune's tweet. Before Adam Weeks uh, died, the legal marijuana now party, which was one of the two weed parties that achieved major party status in 2018 for cycle, uh, told a close friend that he had been recruited by Republicans to draw votes away from Democrats in the second congressional district race. And you're starting to hear Democrats squirting tears about this this unfair pool that the Republicans are playing. And by the way, there is evidence, I will say evidence, that the marijuana parties are drawing votes away from Democrats in a couple races, possibly in the uh, second congressional district race between uh, our good friend Tyler Kissner, the Marine, and uh, Angie, the HR lady, Craig. And uh, according to the Star Tribune's article, uh, people are supposed to be outraged about that. And, of course, in the Senate race, uh, Tina Smith versus Jason Lewis, the talk show host I always wanted to be when I grew up, uh, the, there are is at least one uh, legal marijuana candidate in the race that it's reasonable to assume is drawing votes away from Senator Smith. And Democrats would have you be outraged at the idea that Republicans are supporting this sort of skullduggery. But I hear the story and I go, wah, 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 cry me a river. Because we've had a couple examples of Democrats chaosing races. I'm not talking just about the uh, the 4th District Congressional Primary, where Shea Lore, a very strong, long Republican candidate who had an excellent chance of taking a huge, bloody bite 
out of the DFL's hegemony on the uh, in St. Paul, especially among the Asian community, he got chaosed. The Democrats crossed over because there was not really a serious primary challenge to to Betty McCollum. I mean, some vapid hamster tried to run, and some guy who tried to flex on Twitter on his uh, future constituents didn't end, end well from. I think he may have come in with negative vote totals, in fact. Uh, I forget his name, but if he's listening, yeah, I called you a vapid hamster. What are you going to do about it? Anyway, so Democrats crossed over in droves to vote for Gene Recht Siegel, who, God love him, he's apparently had some involvement in Republican politics, although I was involved in 4th District Republican politics for years. I think I maybe heard the name once. Shialor, very strong candidate, got sidelined in the primaries in favor of Gene Recht Siegel, who, God love him, is going to wind up with 20% of the vote here, uh, barring some kind of a supernatural miracle uh, on Tuesday. And I'll be voting for him because I'm a good Republican, but whatever. Anyway, so that was the most recent example of chaosing that the Democrats have done. But the best example of all, this one is... I mean, there's no doubt about this one. 2010, the the DFL fraud machine pulled out all the stops against Tom Emmer in the governor's race. All the stops. Uh, down to the usual pre-election Minnesota poll showing, I think, what, a nine-point advantage for Mark Dayton, which you could tell out in the street was complete balderdash. Uh you could tell it was closer than that. Everyone, internal polling showed it was closer than that. The way things looked out on the street was closer than that. The one thing, at the end of the day, the one thing, besides all of the relentless media attacks on Tom Emmer as being the angry Republican, because all Republicans are angry, naturally, if they have a chance of winning, the thing that really tipped that race to Mark Dayton by, as it turned out, 8,000 votes was the presence of a, quote, Republican, end quote, a, quote, independent Republican, end quote, named Tom Horner, who, if you've run into him on social media, he is not far to the right of Tim Waltz on any issue. He is a Republican in the same exact sense, in fact, the same clinically precise sense as Arne Carlson was. And that's not very conservative at all. Barely Republican in a Republican Party after, I don't know, 1996 or so, when the Reagan revolution finally made it to Minnesota. But he was floated in the race on a wave of lefty soft money. Most of the money he got was from the left, from plutocrats with deep pockets and progressive pedigrees, from Minnesota's institutional left, who floated him as a spoiler successfully. He got 10% of the vote every single vote he got. Well, no. Three-quarters of the votes he got were from from, from moderate Republicans who bought the complete bogus line that Tom Emmer was an angry extremist because all conservatives are angry extremists, now you know, according to the media. This bit of chaosing, this bit of false flag, fake Republican fluffery got us the first four years of Mark Dayton. So when the Star Tribune says, before Adam Weeks died, the legal marijuana now party candidate told a close friend that he'd been recruited by Republicans. 
All I can say is, wah, 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 who cares? Turnaround is fair play. And if it works, if it gets helps get Tyler Kistner into office, if it helps depose Tina, the butcher of Vandalia Smith, former real governor of Minnesota, because let's be honest, the chief of staff did all the real work under the Dayton administration. If it helps flip Minnesota red, I hate to say you all did it first, but you all did it first. Be careful what you do because it will be used against you in the eventually. By the way, you can hear the sound of panicking DFLers out there. I we'll talk about the polls later on in the show, but the sound of DFLers. If you hear that ripping sound, it's the sound of DFLers rending their garments as they realize they're going to have to jam a good week's worth of fraud into one evening, and they're not happy about it. The Eighth Circuit this past week returned a decision in the case of Carson versus Simon this past week. Minnesota Voters Alliance had a press release saying the Eighth Circuit reversed a, quote, court decision, basically a sweetheart deal between a bunch of liberals, uh, which authorized the Minnesota Secretary of State to accept ballots seven days after the election. You hear Democrats whinging that this is voter suppression. Ignoring the fact that early voting has been in effect since September 18th, voters have had six weeks, 45 days to vote early. Anyone who hasn't voted by now and doesn't plan on going in in person or dropping off an absentee ballot at a polling station between now and Tuesday is too stupid to have their vote count in a representative democracy. You're going to hear lots of tears squirting about that. But let's sum it up. A, quote, progressive, quote, group, end quote, filed a, quote, suit, end quote, against a progressive secretary of state. That secretary of state, Steve Simon, quote, settled out of court against people who were on his side, signing a consent decree with his allies and had the consent decree signed off by a progressive patsy of a judge trying to do an instant presto changeo on the law, trying to legislate by executive fiat. It was a direct threat to democracy, and it needed to be shut down, strangled in its crib, and thank God for the Eighth Circuit, it was. Dave Osmick joins us next. Go nowhere. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. The right to self-defense is one of our God-given liberties that our Founding Fathers preserved in the Bill of Rights. But Democrats are working hard to take our firearms away. The truth is law-abiding gun owners do not commit gun violence and more gun control doesn't make us any safer. I'm State Representative Eric Lucero and I'm encouraging you to vote for Republicans so we can protect our Second Amendment rights. Thank you. Paid for by the Friends of Eric Lucero Committee. 
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-482-8399. 800-482-8399. That's 800-482-8399. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that they were offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. I was out of luck and out of time. The guys from Advantage Homebuyer met several times to discuss my options. I talked to several others, but since Advantage Homebuyer was so honest with me, it gave me peace of mind. Get peace of mind by selling your home as is with Advantage Homebuyer. You can close in as little as 24 hours. No hidden fees, no costs, and no need to prepare your home for sale. Get a fair offer today at mycashoffer.vip. That's mycashoffer.vip. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us, won't you please? Don't say the words you might regret. I lost before. Hey, don't forget, don't regret, sign up for the AM1280 The Patriot Fan Club. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, look for the fan club links, get yourself in. All good things fall from this. So, get the AM1280 The Patriot Fan Club, be a fan, and we are going to hope the history repeats. In Ray, our next guest, uh, perhaps the longest-term friend in the world of politics, this broadcast has, going back to the very beginning, 2004. Uh, my pleasure to welcome back to the broadcast for about the 240th time in 16 years, Senator Dave Osmick. Dave, welcome back to the show. Good afternoon, conservative infidels. And on behalf of all the candidates, and I mean all the candidates, we are glad that this is over in 54 and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> and you are counting the minutes, Dave. Where are you out of the campaign trail now? Dave, you still got your hair? Hello. 
Okay. So, I'm sitting right next to a cell phone tower, so I'm trying to figure <laughs> out where, where my cell phone problem is. It's, Go ahead. Too, it's too powerful. Uh, so so what's, what, what, are you ha- what are you doing out on the campaign trail today, uh, Dave Osmack? Oh, you're breaking up again. I swear I'm in sight of a cell phone tower. I keep moving my truck a little bit closer to it. Oh, man. What was that? Okay. So uh, what are you doing out and about your district today, uh, Senator Uh, Osmack? There you go. There you go. Much better. I think technology finally caught up with my phone. Uh, Out and about, doing some door knocking, cell phone, or uh, 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 sign repair, uh, just general, you know, touch-up thing, looking at, you know, my last Facebook ads that hopefully I can take down one of these days. And, you know, we're, we're finishing up the fun, we're finishing up the campaign and, you know, dealing with a very entertaining, uh, election cycle, including a very entertaining uh, opponent that I have this year. She's, She's got quite. She's got quite the checkbook, Mister Mister Berg. Yeah, let's talk about that. I mean, the the DFL, the party of the working stiff, the party of the blue collar, the farmer labor party, the the party of the people who who get up, grab their lunch pail, go to work, get dirt under their fingernails. Set you yet another blue collar hero straight out of a Springsteen song, uh, Dave Osmek. Who are we talking about here? Without needing to name too many names here, uh, who are you up against this time around? Well, the uh, the opponent this time, her last name is Piper, and if that sounds familiar, uh, that is Piper Jaffrey's money. Uh, her dad is a never Trumper, and uh, she has. Uh, I, I don't know if she ever was a Republican, but. She uh, she's tapped all of her buddies and all of her friends, including uh, a lot of money coming from such noted places uh, as uh, North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana, Nebraska, Idaho. Every state in the union seems like they're sending money to retire me from office. And uh, it's frankly, uh, Mitch, it ain't going to work because uh, people know a good Republican and a solid person who's standing in front of a five billion dollar deficit. That's what's coming next year, folks. Oh, yeah. Five billion dollars. And if you're going to vote for a Democrat, you can hear that giant sucking sound, as it used to be said. You can hear that giant sucking sound in your wallet starting right now. Yes, you can. Tell us a little bit about. Well, let's before we talk about your opponent, who, by the way, to whom I offer equal time. As as federal law requires me to do, Ms. Ms. Piper, or maybe you are, uh, feel free to to call us up here. I, I do offer you equal time, and believe me, I'm looking forward to it. But uh, anyway, till then, the, that that being a, that being said, you of course are running in Senate District 33. You are in the Greater Mound uh, parts of Chanhassen, the far west burbs of the Twin Cities. Tell us as you go about door knocking, as you as you reintroduce yourself to your constituents for a year, I think year going going on your third election here. Uh, what actually matters to the people of your district? What are you hearing from people at the doors? Well, what people are concerned about, and you've probably and you've talked to, I, I listen to you every week religiously, you and Brad. Uh, what you're hearing from other candidates is exactly what we're hearing, what I'm hearing at the door, which is. People are concerned about policing and this defund, dismantle the police movement that is, as I've said to many people, it's alive and well and existing in St. Paul, and it's going to continue next year. People are very concerned about that, and they're very concerned about jobs in the economy. And if you're looking for a candidate that supports the police and supports jobs in the economy, you don't have to go any farther than Dave Osmick. I have a a record of this. I'm supported by 
you know, the Chamber of Minnesota Chamber of Commerce, Twin West Chamber, business groups, uh, Farm Bureau, they support me for a reason because they know we are we have to recover this economy and we can't keep doing what we're doing right now, which is closing businesses and closing down the economy no matter how bad it gets. So uh, that's what we're hearing at the doors. Are we hearing about climate change? No. What we are hearing about are bread and butter issues that Republicans are responsible for and we are going to continue to fight for next year. Now, the great boogeyman, or I guess in this case, boogie woman, uh, in, in this, as in all the elections, is is sort of right in the breadbasket of places like District Thirty Three out in the Greater Mound area and the and the farther far western suburbs, and that is the 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 stereotype of the suburban soccer mom who supposedly are flocking to the Democrats this election here. What are you hearing from that particular ultimately desired demographic uh, out there in your wheelhouse, Dave Osmek? It is very thin. There are very few people that fit that demographic that have decided that, well, I'm just going to vote for a Democrat because they're just going to give me more money. The truth of the reality of the situation, they are far more worried about an economy where jobs are decreasing across the board, not just in small businesses, but also at larger corporations that, that if we continue to believe jobs, that impacts them directly on the kitchen table. If their if their husband or or the if the husband stays at home and their the wife is out working or both of them are working, they're very worried about where this economy is going, and uh, they're also worried about who's going to be in Washington raising your taxes, and that will be Joe Biden. There is no question about that. It, it will be Joe Biden. So uh, they're worried about the kitchen kitchen table issues. And as far as the demographic goes, there are a few soccer moms that are worried. But the reality is there aren't that many. There aren't as many as the media would portray them to be. So let's talk about uh, COVID, the the virus in the room here. Uh, the, the other stereotype I get, especially as I meander through the various suburbs that I get out to, is that you have an awful lot of people stereotyped as Karen, uh, who uh, f- in many cases coincide, not completely, but there's a certain overlap of the Venn diagram between the urban Karens uh, and the suburban soccer mom Karens who are terrified of the virus. Uh, there's a certain amount of risk assessment involved in responding to any any pandemic. Obviously, uh, Senator Osmek, you work in the healthcare industry, you know this, but are, are you hearing people more worried about the infection? Or are you finding people are finding the cure, uh, the, the political cure is worse than the disease? What the, what the people at home are talking about when it comes to COVID is open up the schools, get kids back to school. And this remote learning is very problematic. Uh, my wife actually works for the school district uh, on my local area, and they are they, they are doing what they can do. But to be perfectly honest, the kids kids are really not having serious issues with COVID. Are some getting sick? Yes, but they want schools open and they want their kids in school learning because we are doing a disservice to kids who are not getting the education they should be. And they also want sports to return because kids learn a lot of life values from playing in sports. They're tired of this lockdown for a microscopically small number of people who are really getting sick or or really dying from this. It is an infinitesimally small number, but they have to destroy 
this economy. They have to destroy their kids' educational system for a very small segment, and they're getting sick and tired of it, and they're tired of the media, how the media is portraying it, too. Now, the other big question, the the elephant, if you will, in the room, is the president. There is a general truism, or it's conventional wisdom, let's call it, that uh, Donald Trump didn't so much almost win Minnesota in 2016 as Hillary almost lost it. That seems plausible. There is a consensus that the midterm vote swung the other way hard in the state of Minnesota because of the president. Is in Out in your district, out in 33, out in the greater Mound Metroplex, are you finding Trump is a net plus for you, a net minus for you, or is that still evolving? Tell us about the Trump effect out in your neck of the woods. Well, I have a very educated voter base, and they know who Senator Osmick is. I didn't win by almost 13,000 votes last time because I was a bobbleheaded moron. Uh, they do pay attention. They pay attention to my record. They pay attention to what I stand for. There are some people that don't like Trump, and some people I have a great amount of respect for that don't like Trump or are going to vote against him. However, there is a lot more Trump voters that are sick and tired of walls and his emergency powers and his his dictatorial one-size-fits-all direction he is taking the state. They are more than willing to say we have to stop this emergency situation and get back to some level of normalcy there are some where you know it's it's not going to be helpful but i will tell you there are trump there are voters who are going to vote for biden and then vote republican the rest of the way down the ticket they don't like the president they get their chance to vote against him but they also know who's going to take care of their wallet when we have a five billion dollar deficit coming and staring us in the face because of the shutdowns, because of COVID, and because of Governor Walls. Uh, Dave, uh, we're talking with Senator Dave Osmix in that District 33, the greater Mound area, Mound, Chanhass, and some other parts of the far west metro. Can we keep you in one more segment, Dave? Because I want to sure, talk I'm about... Move, I'm going to move closer to this tower because I keep getting a little break up here and there. I feel like <laughs> I'm playing Mr. Science here, but we'll uh, we'll talk again in a moment here. By the way, if you have questions or comments for Senator Osmix, 651-289-4488 the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280. The Patriot, go network. Be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son, founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start 
start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Hi, I'm Doug Wardlow. Thinking about not voting at all? Disgusted with the political process? Well, let me tell you, not voting allows the likes of Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Tim Walls, and Keith Ellison to take your guns and close your church. We need your vote to protect the Second Amendment, life, and the right to worship. This election is way too important to sit out. Your vote is needed more than ever to sustain our God-given rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yours might be the deciding vote. Paid for by Abler Volunteer Committee. Hi, John Wichko here. As the owner of Advantage Auto Glass, I'd like to invite you to finally get that chipped or cracked windshield fixed right the first time. Here are just some of the advantages of using Advantage Auto Glass. Advantage number three, we're a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. Advantage number four, we have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, and that's hard to achieve. Advantage number five, we use only the highest quality parts and adhesives. So just tell your insurance agent you want to work with Advantage Auto Glass. Or better yet, call us direct and we'll handle it for you. Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396. 952-423-6396. And we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. And don't forget, you can schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Mitch Berg in for Brad Carlson, who will be back at this time as normal next week. And I'll be back at my normal time, Saturdays from 1 to 3. King Banyan, of course, always heard Saturdays 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together with the Northern Alliance Radio Network, dominating Twin Cities, not just radio, all media. For 16 years now, and we've got at least 16 more in us with a little bit of luck. So... We are talking with Senator Dave Osmek from Senate District 33, uh, someone whose career we've been following ever since uh, he was a Mound City Councilman uh, back in the day. Senator Osmek, I've heard some conventional wisdom from people who follow the polls, at least the polls that we are shown in the media, that say that it's a distinct possibility that GOP will lose the Minnesota State Senate and that if that happens, that would be a major, major problem for citizens of Minnesota. Just, just so we make sure we know this, what the stakes are, Senator Osmek, what are we looking at if the GOP loses their two-vote advantage in the Minnesota State Senate and the DFL holds the House and the governor's office? Describe the consequences that are waiting around the corner as soon as this coming uh, January. Well, if you guys, if if you're not going to vote for a Republican, you can be ready for that wonderful two-year period where the Democrats ran everything back in the early part of this decade, where we got uh, a fourth tier of uh, taxing. If you like fourth tier of taxing, get ready for a fifth tier. 
if you like that, you, you also may, and there's some people that, uh, that don't like uh, gay marriage. Well, guess what? You got that during universal Democrat control. And for something I know it's near and dear to your heart, uh, Mitch, if you believe in the Second Amendment, you can take that bad boy and flush her right down the toilet because the Democrats in the Senate that were Second Amendment supporters, oh, I don't know, uh, uh, Rod Scoy, um, uh, Lyle Conan, uh, they are gone. Yeah, They are replaced with Republicans. So uh, there is no more control left. And uh, remember also that they defanged uh, Tom Bach. They dumped him as the leader uh, at the beginning of this year. Liberals in in the metropolitan area, Susan Kent, who is the leader of the Senate DFL caucus, if you think she's not going to going to strip the Second Amendment down to the bones, I got news for you. That's what she's going to do. So, folks, uh, it is important. I'm not going to say this is the most important election of your generation. I will just say every election is important. And yes, there is there are all kinds of problems and disasters coming if you just decide to get mad at a Republican because they voted for the bonding bill. If that's what you want to get mad about, take your take your First Amendment and Second Amendment and flush it down the toilet because that's what's coming. It has been said to me by people in the know about the issue that if the Democrats take control of the Senate, the House, and inevitably the governor's office for the next two years here, we, in terms of gun rights, Minnesota will make Virginia look like Texas, and that is not an idle prediction. That is part of the plan. We'll be talking about that in coming weeks, especially if we <laughs> have to. Let's go to the phones. Mark in St. Louis Park, you are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network with Senator Dave Osmet. Go right ahead. It's great, sure. I'll be super quick. Mr. Osbeck, twice you said that you've run across people that won't vote for Trump, but they're voting Republicans all the, all the way down. So you're telling me, telling me these same people can't handle, these snowflakes can't handle a tweet? And I'll hang up and listen. The, uh, the Twitter feed of the president certainly has, has uh, left nobody in the middle. The people love it or they hate it. One of the two. Senator Osbeck, uh, comments on Mark's, uh, Mark's response. Well, uh, the technology is just blowing up in my face. I missed the majority of what he said, but is it is it uh, was the question about Twitter and 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 what we think it, about Twitter? Is it, that what that it, was? Not so much. It's about close. It's it's about you. You have encountered people who uh, you you pointed out have promised to vote Republican all the way down the ticket, except for president. They just cannot handle the president. I think the question was. Does the president's personality have that much of an effect? And do the voters not realize the effect this is going to have on the world that we're going to have starting next year? Well, it, it's, you know, I don't, I've not been on Twitter since April 1st of 2017, and there's a reason for it. I don't believe in arguing public policy at 144 characters. Yeah. That being said, I will say this, and I've explained it to people because they hate some of the things that the president says and do some of the things that the president says on Twitter bother me. Yes, they, they, they don't move things. They don't move, move the ball down the field. However, Twitter is important because it's something where the media can't control. And right now, the media, including in this state, are absolutely out of control and in the bag for Democrats, making you believe, and as I put this on my website, and the, the Democrats have now 
tried to define me as a COVID denier. I'm not a COVID denier. I don't call COVID a hoax. What I do say is the media has us worried that we're going to die if we walk outside of our doors of COVID. Yep. And they're continuing to perpetuate that every day. When you people, when people, when you watch the the nightly news and you watch the the reporters talk about how many new cases and new deaths, you might as well see them with pom poms on because they are cheering. Why? Because they're cheering to take the president down. And don't get don't get me wrong. I'm not the biggest Trump guy in the face of the on the face of the planet. But I will say this: he has only one avenue where he is unadulterated and unfiltered. And that is Twitter. And I understand why he does it. I just wish sometimes he, you know, he wouldn't call people horse face and things like that. Exactly. So, and by the way, as a COVID survivor, I'm sorry, the Democrats have made it fashionable to call yourself a survivor of, of every uh, of every malady in life. So that's what I'm going to run with here as a COVID survivor. I say, yeah, it is serious. The economic dislocation at this point is much. And by the way, I, I have elderly relatives, including one in a long term care in Minnesota. It's not a hoax. It's not a pandemic. It's also not the bubonic plague. Anyway, Senator Dave Osmek, we got about one minute here remaining. Uh, your website is uh, is why is, I posted it shot in the dark that info. But the place to go to find out more about you and your campaign is. Uh, it is Osmic for MN dot com. And uh, I am proud to say I am not endorsed by Arnie Carlson. My opponent is. I am not endorsed by Dave Dernberger. My opponent is. I am not endorsed by Walter F. Mondol because my opponent is. I am endorsed by business groups. I am endorsed by the Chamber of Commerce. I'm endorsed by Farm Bureau because they know darn well who the person is in this race who's not buying your vote with her daddy's money. And that's that's all I got to say. We are going to have a good good year next year, and we're going to have a good election. Uh, but, folks, if you're fighting the urge to vote for a Republican, you need to fight that. You, you need to fight for Republicans, not against them. you got to consider that Joe Biden is a delivery system for Kamala Harris, who's a delivery system for the squad, which is another word for, well, everything you see in Minneapolis. Dave, give him hell. Hopefully we'll see you back in the Senate here uh, this, coming, uh, this, this uh, coming winter here. So uh, tear it up out there. Northern Alliance Radio Network, Doug Willits joins us next. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. For the final approach to begin. Let's say you've decided to build a bicycle from scratch. Sounds like an impossible project for my skills. But let's say you've got the skills and I offer you an advantage, a special tool that would help you build a bike faster while saving you legitimate money. My guess is you'd say, bring it on. If you wouldn't, well, then this commercial isn't going to make much sense. My name is Ryan. I'm from United Faith Mortgage, and we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is lucky to have a direct lender advantage. Our company is set up to use its own money and make its own lending decisions within its own walls. And often, this advantage allows us to get your refinance or new home loan done faster and get you a better rate, which saves you monthly and lifelong money. Rates are historically low. Now is the time to see how our special tool might work for you. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For licensing information, go to AnimalistConsumerAccess.org. Corporate Animalist number 1335. Rack Animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Here's an editorial from the general manager of AM1280, The Patriot, Nick Anderson. I'm sure you'll agree we are approaching a vastly important national election on Tuesday, November 3rd. If you reside in Minnesota's 3rd Congressional District, will you please join me in supporting Kendall Qualls for Congress? 
Though Kendall is new to politics, he's been serving you and your family in various ways for a long time, and he is a testament to the American dream. He served all of us by fighting for our country in the Army, serving and leading corporate teams for several Fortune 100 companies, and most importantly, being a devoted husband and father to four grown adults. Undoubtedly, his Christian faith is a cornerstone to who Kendall Qualls is and how he will faithfully represent Minnesota's 3rd Congressional District. I know Kendall, and I believe he will stand against the radical, anti-freedom agenda taking root in our cities and this country. As always, I thank you for listening to this station, and please make your vote count on November 3rd. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. AM 